Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. Do you know what it's like when you feel like you're stuck? I think we all do, don't we? The work just keeps coming and you keep doing, but it seems like your forward movement is minimal, if anything. This is actually the reality for the majority of people today. You know that getting stuck has many different names, being stuck being one of them. There's burnout, inertia, too busy, overwhelmed, and the list keeps going. The outcome is the same. An ever-increasing workload with no sense of significant accomplishment. So how do we change that? I want to take a minute and focus on the internal resources that you have available to you. If I ask you to name your internal resources what would you answer? Most people would think of things like my experience, uh, training that I've had, maybe the knowledge that I picked up somewhere as my internal resources. But there's a lot more to our internal resources than the things that just immediately come to mind. Here's a list. Now, when I read this list, Think about each of these as an internal resource that you control, that you can apply. Time, energy, focus, effort, emotional intelligence skills, rational intelligence or logical intelligence, which is IQ, conversational intelligence, acquired intelligence, motivation, intrinsic motivation, optimism, agility, change readiness, and resilience. Now, I could go on, but you see where this is going, right? What surprised you about this list? Were there any on there that surprised you as an internal resource? I think most people would say, yeah, there's a couple of things I didn't think about. They are resources that I have available to me that I can apply or deploy, but I really hadn't thought about intentionally seeing those as a resource. Which of these internal resources would you like to enhance for yourself? And why are internal resources so important? I'm looking at a picture that we created a while back that has one statement on it. The internal resources that you have built are what will be available to you to face the next challenge or take advantage of the next opportunity. I'll read that again. The internal resources that you have built are what will be available to you to face the next challenge 
or take advantage of the next opportunity. I have seen this play out over and over in people's lives and in their work. The greater their internal resources, the more prepared they are to overcome challenges and take advantage of opportunities. It kind of makes sense, right? Well, we're nearing the end of a year, getting ready to start a new year. Does the new year have a new you? January 1 brings that special time of the year when we make New Year's resolutions. How many of those really have worked for you in the past? Frankly, I've struggled to keep the New Year resolutions I've made. Some don't last past the first week or two. And now I know why. I'm asking myself to change a habit without understanding the driver's behind those habits. Habits are neural pathways we've created at some time in the past that have rewarded us in some ways. It doesn't mean that the habit is good or even that it's healthy. It just made us feel good at the time. It gave us some kind of a reward. There are a few people who have the willpower to simply change habits whenever they want. But those people are rare. And honestly, I don't know any of those people. I've heard about them, but I wonder if that's really true. For most of us, we need a better pathway to change. That pathway starts with getting to the root causes of our habits. In a previous article titled, What is Your Habit Story?, I shared my excitement about a new assessment that does just that, gets at the drivers and root causes of habits. This is going to move my coaching and consulting to entirely new levels of positive impact for the people that I work with. It is truly transformative. For now, though, I want us to take a little bit of a different journey. The title of this article is, Is This My Forever Self? This article is a blog article that I'm writing right now and that I'm looking at as I talk to you. Is this my forever self? I think we all ask that question of ourselves at some point in our lives. The answer is obviously no. The current me is not my forever self. Things are going to happen that are going to change me. I think the real question should be, who do I want to become? Notice changing the question moves from a passive and reactive place to a more intentional and proactive place. Do you want to shape your own future or do you want to let others do that for you? If you go to our website, we actually have an ebook called Shape Your Future. It's free. It's a free resource. I want to talk about how we make those changes. It really starts with 
a concept that I've created called the growth spiral. And there may be other people that have similar ideas. I would imagine that they do. But the way that I have discovered this and actually applied it that has been very effective, I think is unique. So let's talk about that. Why is it so difficult to grow your internal resources? Well, because most people don't know where to start. We have good data about so many things in our lives and at work, but that usually does not apply to people, ourselves or other people. But it could. I have found a very effective way to accelerate growth and development for people. And this doesn't matter whether it's your personal life, you're a stay-at-home parent, you're a teacher, you're, you own a business, uh, a profession. It doesn't matter where you are in life. This process works for everyone. I'm looking at another graphic that we created, and it's a very simple graphic. We start with assessment. So assess, equip, align, and succeed or thrive or both, which you should be thriving if you're succeeding. But that's the process. Seems so simple, right? The key is in how you do it. The assessments have to be validated for predictability and for diagnostic insight. The equipping must be designed to fit into busy schedules and use cutting-edge learning techniques based in neuroscience. The alignment must be focused on specific goals and objectives that are relevant to the unique needs of the individual. Then people can succeed and thrive, whatever their situation and circumstances are. The secret is in the details. It's not the process itself. It's what goes into this process that is so important. I want to talk a minute, and you have probably heard this yourself, about being a lifelong learner. I mean, I think that's a phrase that's pretty common out there today. What does it mean to be a lifelong learning? Learners tend to be leaders. And learning is fun, right? Well, not everybody will agree that learning is fun. And honestly, for me, when I think of learning, the first thing that comes to my mind is my school days. Now, granted, that was a long time ago, but I do still remember a lot of those days. And that kind of structured, what I call plotting learning, where you're, and there's nothing wrong with academia as far as it goes. It's good information. It's important information. But a lot of times the way it's presented doesn't meet every learner's needs. We all learn differently. We have different ways that we learn. I tend to be a kinesthetic learner. I like to have something in my hands while I'm learning uh, so that I can 
have that touch thing going on and it helps me to focus. I have no idea why I'm that way versus somebody who can just read something and pick it up quickly or whatever. But over time, over the decades, I've learned to learn in different ways. But again, learning isn't necessarily the first thing people jump to when they think of something enjoyable to do. But it can be when the learning is designed correctly. The best way I can describe this is to show you something that has come out of my decades of experience and a very, very rigorous advanced trainer certification that I went through a few years ago. The approach that I want to tell you about, it works for personal or professional growth and development, either one, life or work, or both. I want to focus on leadership development as one part. So think of three different parts, personal or life development, professional development, which includes leadership development, and organizational development, which as it says, is for teams and organizations. But I want to focus on leadership development as an example of the three, because I think that is where a lot of people are are really interested. They're trying to figure out where do I invest in myself, in other people? How do I grow myself? How do I help grow other leaders? And so the process I'm talking about will focus on the leadership aspect. And frankly, at some point in our lives, we're all leaders. Leadership is not so much about a position as it is about influence. In today's busy workplace, leaders are struggling to keep up. Recent research points to 53% of managers and leaders are currently in burnout. That is a very scary number. Burnout is that place, it's beyond being stuck. It's being stuck without hope. That's what burnout is, it, in a very simple way. There's a, there are other definitions, but I won't go that deep. The challenges, the uncertainty, the pace of change, are making life for leaders more difficult. When I talk to people about professional growth and development, too often this is what I hear. We are just too busy to consider that. That too busy statement is a huge red flag. But I understand how people are feeling. That is why this new approach is so effective. It fits into busy schedules while building internal resources and much-needed leadership skills. So here's the roadmap, and I'm looking at a basically a PowerPoint slide that I've created to describe what this looks like, and I'm going to try and walk you through that in an audible fashion to help you understand this process and why it's so effective. This is what I call the growth spiral. Now, we're focused on leadership growth right now, but it could be for personal growth or it could be for organizational growth. And by the way, when I say growth, 
I also mean healthy and vital. Because we don't really want negative growth. We don't want growth that is unhealthy. We want growth that is healthy and vital. So I just assume that that is a part of growth. But I want to talk to you about this growth spiral. Leadership growth and development is an intentional effort that happens over time. The growth spiral demonstrates the ever-increasing leadership impact when the leader is a learner. Now, there's a term that I used called FIT, F-I-T. It stands for Focused Intentional Transformation. And that is at the heart of leadership growth and impact and is absolutely key to a thriving workplace. So I'm looking at this graphic or call it a roadmap for leadership development. And as you can guess, the first step is assess. Now, this is when we get into the details that I mentioned earlier. Apply diagnostic and predictive assessments, of course, highly validated, to create a custom development pathway based on specific goals and needs of that leader. This is not a cookie cutter approach. It is not a one size fits all. We are all different. We have our own strengths, our own gaps. Think of a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Every person has those. And identifying what those are through the assessments actually gives us not just a diagnostic tool, but it gives us a predictability factor that allows us to gauge how successful a person can be in a given role. What is their predictability of success in that leadership role? So the first step is assessment. The second step is equip people. Create a custom roadmap of resources. This is courses, coaching, tools, other resources like books or audio tapes or videos or, or whatever resources are appropriate to provide the skill development needed to achieve the desired outcomes. Now, the interesting thing about both of these first two, the assess and the equip, where we're assessing to gain good information, gain good insights, get good data so we can really develop a custom plan and the equipping process are annual reoccurrences. Remember when I said leadership growth and development is an intentional effort that happens over time? Let me ask a question. Have you as a leader, if you are a leader, and we all are at some point, have you ever been to a training or have you ever been to you know, a full day seminar or workshop or something like that. And you you heard all kinds of great stuff out of it. And you thought, oh, I'm on fire. This is great. I'm going to use that. And then two hours later, you kind of go, boy, there's that one thing I want to remember to do. Two weeks later, that's gone. Well, you're never going to grow as a leader or in your personal life by going to a one event 
type of thing and then expecting that to be the answer to what you need. It just simply can't be that because there is a process that happens in true learning. And here it is. You engage with the new information and the learning. You really commit to it and engage with it. Then you activate it. How do you activate it? You practice. You try different things. And then you reflect. What worked? What didn't work? What should I change? What could I do differently? Engage, activate, reflect. Engage, activate, reflect. It's a cycle that continues. And that's a part of the growth spiral. The same way that assess, equip, align, and succeed and thrive is a cycle in itself. And it repeats itself every year, every six months, whatever that time period is for you or for your people. The third element there is align. Track progress to ensure the equipping process is on track and aligned to achieve the desired skill development goals. Does that make sense? We want to make sure that we're not just learning to learn, but we're learning to apply and enhance and improve and grow. That's what alignment is all about. And then succeed and thrive where leaders apply their new and upgraded skills to enhance performance, engagement, productivity, satisfaction, and results. This got pretty deep, but I needed to just share with you what I know to be the most highly effective approach to growth, good, healthy growth. This is the answer to today's leadership development needs, and there's no question in my mind about this. And I'm not the only one saying this. I'm pulling this from dozens of different scientists and experts in neuroscience, in emotional intelligence, in cognitive theory, in so many different areas. Growth spirals are also available, not just for leaders, but for personal growth and for organizational growth. We talked about that a little while ago. But here's what's even better than all of that, and that's pretty good to start with. Let's go back and think about this model for leaders, and then it applies to either personal and or organizational growth. This approach offers diagnostic insight into specific needs. So we're not approaching people going, you're a leader, so you're all alike. This is the way it's going to go because you're a leader. We stamp you with a a label that says leader, and we know what every leader needs. I'm sorry, that's a ridiculous approach because, no, I'm not really sorry to be honest about it. That's, that doesn't make any sense, does it? The human dynamic is exactly that. It is not static. It is dynamic. We are different. And that's okay. That's where diversity comes from. True diversity comes from our differences and how we can bring our specific and unique strengths to other people so that we create this thing that is bigger than one plus one, what we used to call synergy, 
right? So diagnostic insight into specific needs. And then this approach creates a customized plan aligned with the goals of that individual or that leader. It fits into busy schedules. It has very high return on investment. It's very budget-friendly. The approach that, that I've created here is very budget-friendly. And I stress that from two elements. It's budget-friendly, but it's high value. I wish I had the money that organizations have wasted on training and workshops and all of that over the years that their people never saw real value or advancement in, that they never really got new skills and, and enhanced and upgraded their capacity and their capabilities. High value, high return on investment, very budget-friendly, several levels of support that goes along with this process from a do-it-yourself approach all the way up to full-blown one-on-one coaching. There are accountability measures built in. We all need to hold ourselves accountable. This process has embedded in it accountability measures that help us to achieve things and feel that accomplishment that comes out of it. But for people that are paying for these services, there is accountability into the growth and development that actually does happen. It's easy to implement. This is literally a plug-and-play approach. One of the exciting things to me, the way this is designed, it's a multi-year program if you choose it to be. What does that mean? Well, if you try to shove all of this learning into one leader in one year, and take up 10, 12 hours a week with all of this that they need, number one, it's never going to stick that way. We know that. From all the science and the research and everything we've seen, it's bite-sized chunks, time to digest and practice those, and reflect on, engage, activate, reflect. Reflect on those. What worked, what didn't work. This process is designed in a way that It brings the right amount of focus, training, learning, growth at the right time frame. So we don't overload people. And that's the beauty of this approach. Now, where did this all come from? Well, for me, years of listening to business owners and organizational leaders asking for an easy to implement leadership development program that fits into the high demand on leaders' time and focus. So let's take just a second and make this really personal. Your future self. We all make choices every day that impact our future. The question is, is this my forever self? No, that question only has one answer, and the answer is no. The real question is, who do you want to become? There is a specific pathway waiting for you if you choose the proactive approach. Whether it's for your personal or your professional life, the same approach works. It's based in neuroscience. It's based in cutting-edge science of learning 
and how people learn. Don't make New Year's resolutions that will most likely fail. Invest in a different approach to become who you want to be. Assess, equip, align, and then succeed and thrive. Your future self is cheering you on. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for a future episode you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.